At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin hour number two of Big Bets here on Visa and Dave Ross and Mall Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Our pro tip for hour number one of all is something that you alluded to in the first hour, and that is if you just try to figure out who's winning the game, okay, that's really going to behoove you because if you're betting underdogs in the NFL, you should consider betting at least a piece of the action on the money line. Now, 2021. Only 39 times the favorite one, but didn't cover the spread. Dogs won outright 36% of the time, and this year it's even higher. So, again, identify the winner. If you're in your handicapping, if you're identifying who you really truly believe is going to win the game, then incorporate the point spread into that handicap. First, demarcation line, who's going to win the game? And if it's an underdog that you like, to that pro tips point, put a little bit on the money line and it's going to behoove you in the long run because you're going to get a little bit more of that plus price than you would have just taking the points because you're identifying the winner. Dave, uh, you summarized it perfectly. Look, at the end of the day, in so many of these games, that's what it comes down to. If you pick the winner, the team's probably going to cover the spread. Yep. Um, now, there are games where obviously it doesn't. We talked about it with the Jets and Buffalo and a couple other games throughout the course of the weekend. But these dogs, they're winning outright, so always an opportunity there as long as you're picking that team that you believe is going to win the game. That is our pro tip for hour number one here. We're going to be uh, giving you across the VEASAN spectrum up to 20 a day if you're a VEASAN pro subscriber, so you should be. And again, uh, you can sort them out by show and or by sport when you go to VEASAN.com. Uh, we do have some breaking news in college football, and it's something you and I talked about yesterday when we were looking at opening lines here for the bowl season. And by the way, the bowls will begin in earnest on Friday at the end of this week. Now, Coastal Carolina is going to be playing East Carolina. Yeah. And I think it was 11 is what we, we looked at last week. Well, we said, watch out for the quarterback situation at Coastal because we don't know what's going to happen with Grayson McCall. Well, Max Olson on Twitter, blue verified checkmark, has, he, he says now that Grayson McCall has entered the transfer portal according to The Athletic. So look where that number is now shot up to, just like that, bam. 11 to 13 and a half. So almost a three-point spread with Grayson McCall now entering the transfer portal. Amal, does that change your opinion of Coastal catching a little bit more points, or would you be leery of East Carolina now having to give up almost two touchdowns? Yeah, look, I like this East Carolina team. Holt Naylor's been terrific all year long for them. Uh, you mentioned Grayson McCall in the portal. I have a concern from an offensive standpoint for mm -hmm. them, but – uh, this was not a game that I would take ECU in. Initially, I was looking at um, ECU, I'm sorry, Coastal and getting the points here at 10 and a half. 
but now we'll see if uh, it, I think it's probably going to be Jared Guest that plays uh, under center for them. How effective can he be? That's an area of concern you have if you're backing uh, CCU. I'm going to stay away from this game completely. And again, very quickly, style of offense, how does that change now with McCall in the portal? Because he was really the calling card. He was banged up a little bit this year, so you did get some run from the backup. But I, I assume they're not going to be as dynamic, excuse me, offensively as they were with McCall. Yeah, right. Absolutely right about that. So let's see where that number goes. But right now it's already gone up to 13 and a half from 11 with that news. Uh, we do want to get to one college basketball game tonight and see if you have any thoughts on it. It's Arizona State against Creighton. It's a very light night here in college basketball. Uh, we got Creighton going to lay three against Forks up. Uh, what do you make of this matchup here with that total at 142? This is an interesting game. I stayed away from this game. Good game to watch tonight, though, if you don't have a lean one way or the other from a betting perspective, Dave. Mm -hmm. The one thing I want to point out, though, for uh, Creighton in this matchup, you have an injury concern in terms of them. And right now, Ryan Kalkenbrenner is a game-time decision with an illness. Missed the game against BYU. They lose by one against the Cougars. Mm -hmm. They really could have used him in that one. Uh, so if Kalkenbrenner doesn't play tonight, that would have an impact for Creighton for me. Uh, ASU, though, this is a team that has gotten off to a nice start so far. Give uh, Bobby Hurley a ton of credit for what his team's been able to accomplish. 9-1, and one, including dismantling Michigan in a game in New York earlier this year. So this is a very winnable game. And we'll get an idea. Look, I think in the Pac-12 right now, there's two teams that are far and above everybody else. That is um, uh, UCLA and Arizona. But I think Arizona st State's a team that could potentially be a third-place finisher in that league. Let me ask you, just off the beaten path a little bit, with Creighton losing that game to BYU, yeah. and then you mentioned uh, the illness and whether or not he's going to be able to go today. Does the committee, because when we get down there to get the best, what, 64 plus the playing game, 68, are they going to say, well, you were without X for that loss? Yeah. They, they normally do, but I, I feel like it gets lost in the shuffle, and it would just be, oh, but Creighton lost earlier to BYU. Listen, it, it doesn't. It won't mean that much in the grand scheme of things. I think they're a team that could finish second in the Big East. I think Connecticut's going to win the league. Uh, their losses, they've lost four in a row. At Arizona by two points. Or mm -hmm. I'm sorry, that was a neutral site game. They lost by two points. That was in the Maui-Jim Maui Invitational finale. That was a hell of a basketball game. Um, then they lose to uh, Texas on the road by five points. You're talking about teams that are top five teams in college basketball. And Texas is going to move up to number one. Yep. You lose to Nebraska. That's the only hiccup. But again, that's an in-state matchup. And then you lose to BYU without Kalkbrenner in a game that you had a shot. They were down 13 or 11 points with about four minutes to go, and they just started turning Coug the Cougars over. I'll tell you one thing. Any team that presses BYU is going to make bank against them. <laughs> if there's a team that wants to pressure the ball, you're going to have an opportunity to bet against the Cougars. All right, so again, it shouldn't hurt Creighton in the, in the grand scheme here, but certainly would not like to lose two in a row. Uh, but they are laying three against Arizona State tonight. Okay, very quickly as we shift the focus to the World Cup, because we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here tomorrow and Wednesday here uh, as we've reached the semifinals. Before we break down these matches, Amal, did you hear the controversy? What's going on with Team USA here after they had their, their relatively nice showing, I guess you would say, and one of their uh, young players, I guess, spouting off against the coach? And I, I wonder, are we starting to treat USA soccer like a lot of the European teams do and say, if, if you clash with the coach, there are going to be repercussions. It always feels like... United States has handled the players with kid gloves and just always get on the coaches that they're the reason why Team USA isn't that good. Are we starting to see that turn a little bit? Yeah, it's a good point you bring up there. I, I think that's the one thing I notice sometimes you get more of a backing here in American sports. They just fire the coach, right? Right. It's always the yeah. coach's fault. Can't but, be the kids. Yeah, and I love, you know, the Portuguese manager comes out and says, no, it didn't make a difference that we didn't play Ronaldo. And in the case of uh, Gio Reyna complaining about the situation, they said they almost sent him home. You know, really, it's unfortunate. For people that don't know, Claudio Reyna, his dad, was a captain on the United States team previously. So for him to have a little bit of a rift there with um, Burhalter comes as a bit of a surprise to me. Well, we'll see what happens going forward because the U.S. is going to have a lot to play for in 2026, a real opportunity for them to really take a step forward on the elite stage of the world. Because the, the, it's a young team, right? Yeah. That's the point. So, like, if it was a bunch of old guys and he was the young star, maybe you coddle him a little bit. You got young talent on this roster. That's why I think people are so excited about USA soccer in four years that, you know what? They, they, this happens all the time with other countries. They send players home. If there's a problem with the rest of the group, Maybe we got to toughen up the kids a little bit and say, all right, you're going to spout off. 
We're going to send you home. Gio Reyna actually just released a statement about an hour ago or less uh, talking about this. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. He, he, he just The one counter he had from what Brawl Arthur said was that he was told before the tournament that he his role was going to be very limited, whereas what it was Brawlter had said what they had seen out of him wasn't enough, um, and that's kind of why he got benched. I, Amal, the only thing I found shocking was, I, I guess the way I looked at it is you don't see merit, many American players having a lot of success internationally. He is one of the guys mm. that is still young in his European career, right? It could be pretty successful I was pretty shocked to see an American coach put a player like that on blast publicly, uh, calling out, I I mean, his work ethic and performance, something that could potentially hurt his professional career. Well, I don't know if it'll hurt him that much, but, you know, to to this point that you just brought up, look, for people that are unaware, Gio Reyna's at Borussia Dortmund in Germany in the Bundesliga, a very good club there. Um, But I, I respect what Burhalter did here. To me, I think too many times the players get away with saying things to the manager. Look, you're going to get fired, right? Brady is a bit, Brady could fire any coach. Mm-hmm. If I'm the head coach, I'm going out doing it my way because you've got a finite window and you better take advantage of it. And, you know, it remains to be seen. Burhalter will be brought back. We saw Jurgen Klinsmann have a run with the United States. Yep. They complained they didn't do well enough, and he gets pushed out the window. Look, pretty much everybody, unless you're Greg Popovich, Phil Jackson, or Bill Belichick, Everybody else is pretty much getting fired. You get hired to get fired. Yeah. It's going to happen. So, again, very interesting to, to keep in, on the outskirts here. But four years is a long way away for Team USA to get back in there. The four that are in, Argentina, Argentina Croatia, France, and Morocco. Uh, boy, I don't know if you saw this Final Four coming with Croatia, Croatia and Morocco, maybe Argentina and certainly France. What do you make of these heavy hitters now as we get down the stretch of the Final Four? It's going to be a great matchup. I think France, though, advancing against uh, England was, and that game was a world-class uh, final-level matchup between those two teams. I think the French are in great position, but give Morocco a ton of credit. The only goal they've conceded in this tournament has been an own goal. Mm-hmm. That's how well they've played defensively, trying to become the first African nation to be able to win the World Cup. They're the furthest to make it from Africa right now in the semifinals. Um, by the way, somebody, a friend of mine told me, somebody bet Morocco to make the semis at some ridiculous odds, and they really paid off for them. Wow. So kudos to them on that bet. But I think the French are just just a little bit too much talent right now. There was uh, the quarterfinal bet. There was the them to make the quarters at like ten to one. Somebody had a hundred k on. Wow. That's what it was. That's okay, what that's was. what yeah. it was. Okay, yeah. Just to the quarters, you get all the way to the semis. Wow. I, I wonder though. That's a great bet because we we talked about this with Team USA that it almost felt like all right once you got out of the group stage. Are you satisfied? I know that Morocco and Croatia are thinking, all right, yes, we're not just happy to be here. Is there any danger in that, 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 that now that they have gotten these spots, that France and Argentina are just going to overwhelm them and maybe as new kids in the block in Croatia and Morocco, they really can't stand up to that type of pressure? Yeah, absolutely, and uh, I think that's something that's going to come into play here. But, look, the talent at this stage is what's crucial. Uh, when you look at it, France and Argentina are just head and shoulders above Croatia and Morocco right. at this point in time. As good as Luka Modric is and as good as the Croatians have been and as well as Morocco has defended, there were several opportunities in that game. Uh, Kelly, who did Morocco play in the last game? I forgot who it was. Portugal. Yeah. Portugal had some opportunities in that one to be able to take a lead and didn't do so. Uh, I was going to ask you a question about the futures. We'll do that after the break. Okay. I'm wondering if there is a opportunity to lock in some money here. All right, let's talk more World Cup when we come back because it has been a fascinating couple weeks, and we're now down to the Final Four. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. College Bowl season is about to kick off. VSIN has you covered with this year's college football bowl guide. This year's guide has picks in the spread and total of every single bowl game from VSIN experts and our own legend, Brent Musburger. Steve McInnes got power rankings for every team, breaks down the motivational factors that affect the bowl games. Josh Applebaum is going to give you insight into bowl betting strategy, and Adam Burke is going to help give you an advantage if you are part of bowl confidence pools. Give yourself an edge. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to check out the college football bowl betting guide. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. We're going to get to college football holder fire edition here in a second. As we do look at those bowl games, but we do want to go back to the World Cup very quickly because, Kelly, you're looking at some plus prices here and wondering if there might be a way to lock in some profit if you like the two favorites to win the World Cup. Right now, France is plus $1.05, Argentina plus $1.50. And while we were just talking about it in the last segment, that maybe Croatia, Morocco, sure, prospect of the upset is there, but it does feel like we have a seismic gap between the top two and the last two that are still alive. I would agree with you there. Uh, Kelly's looking at taking France plus 105, Argentina plus 150, and whoever wins the World Cup, assuming it comes from one of those two teams. Got to find a better number than 105, though. Correct. Right, it starts there. You got to find a better number than that. So the theory here, gentlemen, is if you can find a 115, a 120 on France, sticking with that plus 150 of Argentina, then maybe barring an upset, and that's what could really screw you here, but you play those two plus prices – and then Amal Shaw, get the T-shirts out, you can lock in profit. Yeah, but I, I don't like the play particularly because I think uh, Croatia is capable of beating Argentina. Remember, they were in the final in 2018 in Russia. Uh, so from that standpoint, it could be a little bit of a factor. Um, Morocco has defended well enough where I think this team, I don't know if they'll be able to do it against France because of the talent, would look to potentially say, hey, let's get this thing to extra time, see if we can sneak a goal somewhere along the way and mm-hmm. just defend. Uh, so for me, I, I just wouldn't do it on this one. I don't think the prices are high enough, and I think the risk factor is too great to justify it. You know what I love about that conversation we just had? That's the way better should think. You should extrapolate those hypotheses that you have yeah. and see if it makes sense. And I think in the end, we're finding out it's still at a plus five and plus dollar. It doesn't make sense. The, the risk is too great of an upset to lock in a potentially small profit. Yeah. Right. So if, if you really have convictions that neither one, Croatia or Morocco, can't come through, and you can find a better number uh, on France, then maybe it's playable. But you should think about those things. Walk through those steps before you blindly take, oh, I'll take these two favorites, and I'll walk in at least a small profit. The, the risk might not be worth the reward in that situation. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and I think that's something you got to take into consideration when you look to make a lot of these bets. All right, love that uh, that conversation, gentlemen. Let's get to college football here. And the, the the landscape is changing with the transfer portal. We just talked about it with the Coastal Carolina. Let's get to hold or fire college bowl edition because we're getting down. Uh, we're going to have some bowl games starting as early as Friday. But let's go to the December 29th for this one. And let's talk about 
one of the programs we should talk more about, and that's Syracuse. So Dina Babers <laughs> said nobody ever in the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl, Dave. Wait, what is it? Well, the I, Bad Boy Mowers. I'm going to go with it's a uh, lawnmower. I actually like that title, Bad Boy. And I knew it was a Pinstripe Bowl, but now you get the the, the uh, Bad Boy Lawnmowers in there. Uh, so Cuse is going to get seven and a half. Feels like a home game when you play the Pinstripe Bowl, right? So you're going to be the local flave going up against Row Your Boat, and we know that. Uh, uh, P.J. Fleck has just signed a new deal to stay in Minnesota. He's not going anywhere. So there is that continuity, at least the coaching staff right now, that's got to feel better if you're a Minnesota backer. Boy, Syracuse got off to that great start to the season, kind of tailspin a little bit down the stretch. But Dino Babers has them in a bowl in New York. What do you make a cuse? Hold or fire catching seven and a half? Uh, first of all, I want to see if Garrett Schrader, the quarterback, is going to play for Syracuse. That will be crucial. I liked him a lot under center for this team. You mentioned Syracuse got off to that fast start. I think it was a product of the, of the fact that they'd played a weak schedule at that point in time. I just, I'm not necessarily a believer in this team. Tanner Morgan's doubtful for the Gophers here. That concerns me a little bit. Um, the way Minnesota plays, boy, they are a dream to the under. And um, I, I just don't know, though, if Syracuse can slow them down enough. I, I haven't played this yet. I'm leaning towards taking the Gophers and firing on them. Cold weather here in New York, potentially. Remember, the Q's plays in a dome. Minnesota outdoors, they got no qualms. They should be okay. I just think they're a more complete football team, a little bit more tested than the Syracuse Orange. 42 is that total. So normally you do those correlated plays and go, boy, if you like the under, maybe you take the points. But you're right, maybe Minnesota out there in those conditions, uh, even though Tanner Morgan looks like he's not going to be able to go, if you don't think Syracuse can slow them down, it could be uh, Gophers in, in a walkaway. You know where my heart lies. That doesn't necessarily mean that's where my head lies. Let's go back to Kelly for the next bowl game because the names are always intriguing, and sometimes we can't figure out what the bowl actually stands for. But I think the next one, Kelly, we might be able to figure it out. The Cheez-It Bowl. Oh, Oklahoma yeah. versus Florida State, 530 on the 29th. I heard a ball shot was going to buy me one of these hotel rooms uh, that four players are going to be staying in. Oh, look at that. The Cheez-It-themed ho- uh, hotel room that will be at the uh, near the Camping World Stadium in Orlando. Wait, 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 wait. That's a real thing? Yeah, that's a real thing. That is a real thing, Dave. Wh- four wh- players will be staying in these rooms. I-, I don't even know what to say. Would you First of all, would you want to be one of those four players? Or are you going to wake up in the middle of the night? Ah! Like the the <laughs> Cheez-Its are coming at me. <laughs> uh, they're trying uh, to eat me. That was pretty weird. We're, 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 <laughs> I mean. Can we see that again, Kelly? Can you just put that up there again? Yeah. I just like the graphic there, but oh. my, the thing that intrigues me is, dude, this, this is such, oh, my God, forget about it. Look, if you're, let's just, let's just if you're listening on. to us, you're probably going, what, what in the hell are these guys talking about? It's Kelly Bidlin at in one of those rooms feeling the cheesiest Boy, Kelly, it looks like that is made for you. Yeah, right? Michelle did a great job photoshopping me in here and the largest cheese that you will ever see in your life in my hand. I just noticed that. Great point. Very good point there. Not a snack. All right, so we got the cheese at bowl here. Great job with the Photoshop. Oklahoma against Florida State. Kelly Bidlin's school, by the way. Now, Florida State, which really came on at the end of the year. Oklahoma, what happened after the beginning to their start of the season? They fell off the map a little bit. Seven and a half for Florida State. Amal Shaw, if you like Boomer sooner to get back on the good foot, would you hold or fire catching the seven and a half? Um, I would go with Florida State. I love the way this team played down the stretch. You know, Oklahoma, they have the capability offensively, Mm -hmm. but I just don't necessarily buy them at this point in time. I think Florida State comes with a lot of energy and enthusiasm. This game means a lot to being there. I think when the Sooners came into the season, they had higher expectations. This just feels like we're going through the motions for OU. So Brent Venables, uh, year number one, not working out the way he wanted it to there uh, for Boomer Sooner. So, again, Amal says fire on Florida State if you like the Seminoles laying the seven and a half. Okay, next up, Kelly, what do we have? The Valero Alamo Bowl, Texas versus Washington. This one, 9 o'clock Eastern on the 29th. 9 o'clock Eastern on the 29th. Now, wow, that surprises me that Texas is five-point faves over the Huskies. We talk about the best units a lot yeah. in pro football, certainly. You can make the case that Washington's offense is one of the top-tiered units in all of college football. Can you define top-tiered? I would say the Huskies' offense is a top-five unit across the board in college football. Is that fair? No. 
No, they're not in the top five. <laughs> no. Michael Penix, you can't stop that guy. You ever seen Breakfast Club? Yes. Not even close, bud. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? I think that's an elite unit, that offense. They're very they good. They're very they're very good against the defenses that they face. Ah. I, I can tell you right now, I would take Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama, um, USC, uh, God, I'm drawing a blank on some other teams right now as the season. Can I get them in the top 10? I'll give you top 15, top 12, right. top 15. Sounds like half the SEC, and then he'll, and then he'll maybe Then consider. we'll talk about yeah. Washington's <laughs> offense. Yeah. Well, so, I didn't even mention SEC teams. I would tell you, you know what, UCLA? UCLA can move the ball better than these guys. They have much more balance because they, they, the they don't have the running balance that they've had in years past. Penix has been great, but if you look at the teams they put up numbers against, Oregon's got a better offense or at least a comparable offense to them. All, all I'm saying is that I think they're a really good offense. The reason why Texas, though, is favored in this game is because this game is in San Antonio. So would you lay the five and fire on the five today if you like the Longhorns? Well, no, the Bugatti's not playing, right? He's getting ready for the draft. Right. He won the Doak Walker. Bijan. He said, you know, he's out. So Bijan Robinson's out. Um, Rashawn Johnson should be in there at tailback. Um, I'll tell you what, Quinn Ewers, to me, got off to a fast start. And ever since the Bama game has not looked particularly strong. Right. I think Penix and company play well. Penix is coming back next year. I do expect them. I expect there to be some scoring in this game. Indoor facility here in San Antonio. Uh, I think this should be a high-scoring game. 68-and-a-half is that total right now. Yeah. So, again, we talked about it last week with Oregon against UNC. That's a 71 total. But some of those high totals, if the guys play and Penix is going to play and he's coming back next year, I'm with him all. It feels like these teams are going to be in the 30s at least. Yeah, it, it, I think uh, Washington will get there fairly comfortably. I'm, I'm not sure about Texas completely, but against that Washington defense, they shouldn't have too much difficulty. All right, let's continue Holder Fire when we come mm -hmm. back in the next segment, even though you poo-pooed my Washington being an elite unit that they couldn't get in the top five, not even the top ten, maybe the top 15. That's where Amal Shaw puts that Washington Huskies offense. When we come back, we'll talk about Maryland, NC State, and other bowl games as you get that early look and see if you can find the best of the numbers. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Get in on the football action this season with the Hulu Plus Live TV football extravaganza. Compete free for a share of 55000 in two ways. Predict what's going to happen in three college football pools. Then make your picks for eight fantasy NFL contests. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL now to play for free. Hulu plus live TV. It's like cable, just a little bit better. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for all of the details. Back alongside them all, Shaw Dave Ross here. We continue hold or fire, rather, college football edition thereof. And maybe a game that's flying a little bit below the radar. Don't turn your back on the Wolf Pack. NC State against Maryland. What is the name of this bowl? Kelly this Bidlin? is the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Ah. Dave, you can't forget the Duke's Mayo Bowl because every year you get someone in the stands that's chugging some mayonnaise, which I believe if, we have video of. If this show got sponsored <laughs> by Duke's Mayo, Amal Shaw, would you volunteer to do that <laughs> for our network and our show? I would not, but that's why we have two people. You're available. <laughs> I, I mean, do we believe it's real mayo that this, yes. this dude oh, by the way, is chugging? Hundred percent. Just he can't get it in his mouth fast. That's enough. a good. That, that guy was pretty good on the video there, though. He went for it. Like if you're Duke's Mayo, you're finding that guy putting one on your TV to make sure you get your product placement out there. It was all over his shirt, by the way. Now Maryland is going to lay a point and a half against. Don't turn your back on the Wolf Pack. So what do you make of Maryland? Pretty good season, by the way, uh, for for the, the boys up there in Maryland. What, what do you make of the Terps laying a point and a half? Would you hold or fire on that number today? Uh, I would fire on Maryland here. Mm -hmm. I like the Terps in this game. Rakeem Jarrett going to be out. He's a big-time five-star recruit in Maryland. He's out for the year. Unfortunately, got hurt uh, in the Ohio State game. Uh, but – to me, this NC State team just lacks the yeah, offensive consistency. What happened to Dave Doran and company? Like, we were expecting big things from there in the ACC. Uh, you know, I, I think Loxley's done a pretty good job up there at, at Maryland this year. Is it as simple as that, that one coach has outperformed the other? 
So it's we when we had expectations on them, but then when it comes to eating the mayo, it's me. I'm just curious. Because I had no expectations for this team. I know exactly who they are. They are seven and five, six and six, a good year's eight and four, and a great year's nine and three ticker tape parade. This is exactly who they are. They're they're gonna get outclassed in this game. Give me Tangavaloa and company offensively. Too much speed on the perimeter for Maryland. I like the Terps. Lay the point of half. Fire on that today. That total of 48, by the way. Will, will NC State be able to slow down uh, Tungvaloa and company at least to, to hit an under there? No, I don't think so. I think uh, NC State's offense should be effective against Maryland's defense Ooh. as well. It's a good point, Dave. Uh, now, this game is where? In uh, Charlotte or Jacksonville or somewhere? Duke's Mayo Bowl. That is in Charlotte. Yep. All right. So maybe play the over here. Fire on that 48 uh, as we sit here on a Monday. Pittsburgh, UCLA. Kelly Bidlin, what do you have? Tony the Tiger's Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas, 2 o'clock, December 30th. You know, this is one of those weird ones for geography where I go, well, it's it's Texas, it's going to be warm. It always seems like it's cold it, at this game, right? Well, it's in El Paso. El Paso's at a bit of elevation. It's much colder there than the perception of what maybe people think in terms of Texas, so a bit of a challenge here. And I wonder if that would affect your handicap for Chip Kelly and company coming from beautiful UCLA, laying six against Pittsburgh. If you like Chip Kelly, would you hold or fire on the six? Um, I would fire on the Bruins here. I think this is a game where DTR, final game of his career at UCLA, been there about 14 years, never (laughs) improved his accuracy, uh, but still one of the most difficult guys to be able to corral and bring down. Uh, Charbonnet has been tremendous. The one thing I would check and make sure is all these guys are going to play – you know, Charbonnet didn't get a lot of talk nationally. I thought he was outstanding all season long. Pittsburgh inconsistent, and I think Keaton Slovis is in the portal, right? He's gone again. Yeah, I mean, these guys are moving around more. I mean, they're moving I, more than United Van Lines. There's actually a Twitter account for the transfer portal. Yeah. And they put out a tweet last week. It's always good to see see one of our faves, Keaton Slovis. Like, he is the <laughs> transfer portal. That, that That guy is the epitome of it. I think he's going to, what, school number four? I think this is amazing with the advent of the portal, what this has done. It's, this is basically free agency for college football. And Keaton's going to go again. He's going to leave. Pittsburgh's going to you know, go to another quarterback here. So you like DTR to play. And why wouldn't he play if it's his last game at UCLA, right? Yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, he doesn't have to worry about preparing for the NFL draft. I don't uh, think so. So you might want to go out with a bang. Way the sixth year fire on that number of UCLA today. Yeah, Notre Dame, South Carolina. Wow, what an ending to the year for South Carolina, and certainly for Notre Dame as well. They got better. Kelly Bidlin, what do we have here? This one in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Jacksonville, three thirty. Tax Slayer, we know what they're what they're selling. Can help you out with Uncle Sam. Amal, Notre Dame under that key number of three, just two and a half. But boy, oh boy, does Shane Beamer and company put on a show at the end of the year. What do you make of this number in these teams? Uh, I would fire on South Carolina. Drew Pine is then under the portal for Notre Dame. I like the Gamecocks, the way they're playing. Spencer Rattler, this is a great opportunity against a huge, huge brand in college football to establish themselves. Think about this. If they beat Tennessee, they scored 63. Mm. Beat Clemson, and you beat Notre Dame. You talk about positive momentum going into spring ball and in the 2023 season, South Carolina will be a top 25 team. I think Spencer Rattler's got an opportunity to have a monster game here. This Notre Dame defense is good, but I think South Carolina, this game will mean more to them than it will to Notre Dame. And I think the South Carolina wins this game. Give me the Gamecocks and the two on the money line here. Um, and they win this game with Spencer Rattler and company moving the ball. Love the handicap. And again, this is why you have to be a VEASAN Pro subscriber because when we break down these bowls, one of the key questions we ask is motivation. Mm-hmm. But we know South Carolina, for all the points you just laid out, will be highly motivated to put on a show against Notre Dame. Will Notre Dame really be in it? it, it can, can Marcus Freeman really sell his guys on, you know what, we really get a jump start in 2023 and it starts with a win against the Gamecocks? Like, what's the motivation going to be there for Notre Dame? Because it feels like they're they're going to feel like they're punching down. I would agree with you, and I think if you're Notre Dame going to Jacksonville, you don't excuse me, you don't feel like that met your preseason expectations. I totally agree with that. So again, we both like to, to fire on South Carolina money line instead of taking that two and a half to win the game outright. Kelly Bidlin, we got Wyoming and Ohio. Yeah, this is the bar to, Barstool Sports oh. Arizona Bowl, Arizona Stadium in Tucson. So Barstool getting in the action here. With we mentioned like Jimmy Kimmel's got one. It's a bowl game just for Jimmy Kimmel. Barstool, this is their their foray into the bowl. They have uh, the sponsoring. worst sports book in the world. 
Tell us how you really feel. Well, I mean, look, why, why can't people be honest? Some of the stuff that the way they have to do the rollover yeah. and stuff is an absolute gimmick. Yeah. I mean, like I say, don't beat around the bush, Doc. Give it to me straight. What's the word on the street? You're right. It, they got to change that practice, uh, certainly. But they do have this bowl game. Ohio going to lay one yeah. against Wyoming. A low total of 43 here. Uh, we don't think of the Bobcats certainly as an offensive juggernaut, neither the Cowboys from Wyoming. What do you make of this one? Uh, you know, this is a game that's interesting. Curtis O'Rourke is out for the year for uh, Ohio. This offense struggled against Toledo, who's an elite defense uh, from max standards. And now in this matchup, I think the Bobcats with Harris under center, they're going to have a hard time against Wyoming. Wyoming doesn't have much offense, but I think this is a game where they can produce a little bit against the Bobcats. I like Wyoming on the road, um, basically staying in the mountain time zone, playing here in – this one's in Phoenix, right? It might be Tucson, but I think Tucson. Tucson, yeah. Yeah, okay. But I, I like Wyoming here coming down to the desert and getting this win. All right, so again, and we talk about this a lot. We just mentioned it with South Carolina that maybe you just play the money line instead of the two and a half. Same thing here. Extrapolate a little bit more of the value. Don't take the point. If you like Wyoming here, to Maul's point, fire on the money line play for the Cowboys against Ohio. Okay, should be a good one. Clemson against Tennessee. Kelly Bidlin, what's the name of this one? Capital One Orange Bowl down at Hard Rock Stadium, obviously, Miami. All right, there we go. So this is a, a traditional game now uh, with the Capital One Bowl. So Clemson six and a half against Tennessee. Hendon Hooker, obviously, devastating in- injury here. Maybe two teams that felt like they could have been in play for the college football playoff if their seasons had ended differently. They did not. So I don't know who's going to be more motivated for this game, but it does feel heavy to me that Tennessee, even without Hendon Hooker, is catching six and a half. I tend to agree with you. I think Joe Milton could be effective. And I got to give Joe Milton a ton of credit. The Michigan transfer could have looked to go elsewhere with Hooker getting the start over him this season. He didn't do that. Uh, It's it's unfortunate, but we don't talk about the resiliency of a lot of players and give him a ton of credit for sticking through. I think he's got an opportunity to showcase himself. I was very, very high on this Clemson defense this year. Even though they lost Brent Venables, I thought it would have impacted them a little bit. I thought that would have more of a long-term effect going forward. They were not good. And I think Milton's got an opportunity to be really good here. I think uh, this is a game where we could see Tennessee put up some points. Cade Klubnick will get the start yep. now. Uh, DJ Uyunglele has entered the transfer portal. You know, him entering the transfer portal and people looking around, it's like when guys go, I'm going to come back. Where were you going? Were, were you, I mean, were you going on LinkedIn? Were you looking for a job? You weren't going to the league. So, you know, that's kind of how I feel about DJ. But I think six and a half is a little bit of a big number here. Uh, this is one where I, I would look at the volunteers and the points. And I think this is one of the few years, you know, everyone talks about the SEC, SEC. I think this year the SEC is really good. It's always been the best league for about the last two and a half, three decades. Mm-hmm. But – I think the teams are actually really good. It's not just Bama. And then maybe Georgia, who's been there the last half a dozen years, or Auburn and an outlier, or Florida during the early part of the 2000s. But So for me right now, I think Tennessee deserves a ton of credit. And even though Hooker's big, uh, there's a drop-off between Hooker and Joe Milton. I still think this is a really good team. And again, that total of 64, you're not scared of that Clemson defense from what you saw this year. Not at all. All right, so Tennessee should be able to put up points even with Milton at quarterback uh, instead of Hendon Hooker. Come on back. We'll put a bow on this edition of Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a soccer, football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday hockey first goal insurance bet, Friday night college football bet, plus get Sunday football parlay insurance and more. Bet Rivers is calling all soccer fans to head to betrivers.com. Check out our World Cup daily bet and get it is a whole new. Game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here, wrapping up this edition of Big Bets here on VEASAN. Let's get back to Monday Night Football. We mentioned that earlier when we came on to start off this show that the money's coming in on the Patriots. It's yeah. clear to see because that was about one, one and a half. Now you're seeing twos, some two and a halves pop out there. You see where the betting splits are. And again, this is a very helpful tool if sometimes, not saying the public's going to win as well sometimes, but like if you watch that Monday night or Sunday night football game last night, all the quote unquote experts, every single one of them picked Miami. It was amazing across the board. Well, Not one dissenting voice. And of course the chargers end up winning. Not saying that you always want to fade what the public is saying, but there is some value sometimes in looking at where the splits are going and I, where the money is moving. I would call them uh, expert broadcasters. I right. would call them expert betters. Correct. The fact that they have those people picking to me is offensive to the viewing audience. Well, I felt a lot better about my bolt-up play after I saw every one of these so-and-so experts picking Miami last night. Now, again, doesn't mean it's always going to work, but it, it does because you're, you're looking at betting minds versus football minds. And sometimes those two things are not one and the same. I, I have a friend of mine who's a bookie. Uh, he's got a former NFL player that bets with him. Let me tell you, this guy couldn't pick a winner with tomorrow's newspaper. So just because you coached the game, played the game, yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get the best of the number uh, certainly out there. That was on display last night. You look at the props uh, for this game today, and again, I don't know how much offense we're expecting, and again, relatively low total here uh, for this Monday night football game between these two teams. But Stevenson is the guy that's going to carry the load. We know that for the Patriots. So that total is set at 79.5. Feels high that you got to get over 80. But look at the attempts. Is Bill Belichick going to take the ball out of Mac Jones's hands and keep pumping and pounding the rock with Stevenson that he could get 20 carries or more? You know, that's the one thing I would look at. That's the, that's the one area I have a little bit of concern with Stevenson. I'm looking up his game log real quick. Mm-hmm. He's never, he's had one game where he's had over 25 care. I mean, over 20 carries that was right. against Detroit where he had 25 carries. Other than that, 10, 7, 15, 15, 16, 11, 19, 25, 14, 12, and 9, 8. So just one, if you, if you just look at that blind number, right, mm-hmm. from what you just pointed out, yeah. and 19 and a half is the, the rushing attempts prop, it's only gone over once. So you're kind of defying the odds if you want to play the over on Stevenson getting 20 carries. And then also, by the way, the, 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 the unspoken thing about these props sometimes is, Guy gets hurt, you're dead. 
I mean, everything has to go right for that over to cash. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I, I can make that argument on team bets, right? You, you bet a futures on a team to win uh, the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden, if Patrick Mahomes is injured, I don't think uh, you're looking at the Chiefs the same way or if Josh Allen sure. goes down. So from that standpoint, I, I just think it's very difficult to factor in um, – an injury. Now, long-term in a season bet, that could be a bit of a factor that gives you a benefit if you bet an under, that if the player gets hurt, that you may not get there. For me, though, um, 19 and a half seems like a lot of attempts. Seems high to me, so I would lean under on that rushing prop. Uh, you look at the receiving props that are out there for tonight's Monday Night Football game, and obviously you understand DeAndre Hopkins is going to be the star receiver that's out there on the field for either side, right? So that's why his total is, is the highest at 76 and a half and the reception numbers set at six and a half. He's going to get targeted. We know that. And that's been an issue here for Kyler Murray. Can he get the ball to D-hop here? Clearly their best offensive weapon. Hollywood Brown, by the way, five and a half in that total of 56 and a half. So then you get to the Patriots, and it's just a, a bunch of Patriots kind of mixed in here. Devontae Parker, there's Stevenson out of the backfield. There's Aguilar. There's Hunter Henry at tight end. There's, there's Thornton and then Kendrick Bourne. It feels like you're really kind of throwing a dart at that board for the Patriots, whereas Arizona, you know the top two weapons that Kyler Murray has. Yeah, I would agree with you, and I think that's where the challenge really comes in here is to determine which person you think could be effective and hence really stand out here. Uh, for me, though, I think this Arizona team is going to struggle a little bit in terms of moving the ball against this Patriots defense, and I would look to some of these props potentially under from an Arizona standpoint on the offensive end. Uh, James Conner, by the way, out of the backfield, there's 18 and a half for his receiving prop and the total there, two and a half. If you can't get the receivers uh, going, the, the big two in Hopkins and Hollywood Brown, would you then look to a guy like James Conner and say, well, Kyler might have to dump it out of the backfield here, and that's where Conner could be in, in, in vogue? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's where he could be a little bit more efficient and effective. Um, you know, the one thing with Mac Jones right now, I just don't see him taking a ton of shots down the field mm. uh, on the other side there, but with James Conner with Murray, the way he scrambles on plays when the play breaks down, I think he's got an opportunity to throw him the ball and it could turn into a decent-sized play. So just something to consider if you're looking at betting that one. I think the one that, that I'd look at most in the props would probably be Kyler Murray over on his rushing yards mm. just because – What I, is it? Uh, 36 and a half over at DraftKings right now, yep. uh, which is a little low anyways for him. But I, I think Patriots, you're going to, they're going to have so much pass rush in his face. I could see him bailing out on a lot of, a lot of plays where he's supposed to be inside the pocket and taking it off, uh, and running himself. That That's one I actually might end up playing in this game tonight. I got, I got nothing. I, otherwise I'd lean, I'd lean under and lean Patriots. I think they are, I think the defense is going to cause some problems overall for Arizona. Yeah, in five of his last six games, he's exceeded that number in terms of rushing yards. And by the way, 12 and a half for the longest rush for Kyler Murray as well. That seems playable to me. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm Dave, yeah. I like where Kelly's head's at here. That if, if they're going to struggle defensively against, against that Patriots defense, how do they move the football? Kyler's legs, right? That, that seems like he's a guy that's quick to bail in that pocket. And you could certainly see, all right, I got to pick up a, a first down. It's third and long. He tries to do it with his legs. I think those might be the most playable props out there. Now, touchdown scores is a... A difficult market sometimes to kind of navigate here, but I don't like doing the first touchdown score. That can be a very difficult market to find, but maybe anytime touchdowns here. Now, Stevenson, you can understand anytime for uh, he's the shortest one on the board at minus a dollar 65. Conversely, James Conner, his counterpart at minus a dollar 20. Would you look to receivers for Arizona to at least get a score for D hop or Hollywood Brown? Or would you say, no, it's probably going to be, I'm going to stick with the running game here for both these rushing offenses. Well, first I would ask you is, I think their touchdown total is going to be between two and three. Mm -hmm. So now, does Murray throw for a touchdown pass? Probably. I think especially with Hopkins and how good he is in the red zone, this Arizona team has been inconsistent at times in terms of running the football. So for me, I would say yes there. Um, you know, they're, they're kind of middle of the pack in both. 17th in passing, 17th in rushing yards. Uh, you're going up against a team that's ninth against the um, – pass uh, sixth uh, in total yardage and 12th against the rush. So maybe there's an opportunity there for them, but I don't, I don't know. That's just not a prop I'm going to play. Yeah, these, these are always just fun money ones to me. If you're, if you're going to play these, it's just just for a few bucks for fun. This is this is one of these markets, both first and any time. The prices are almost never accurate of what they re reflective of what they really should be just because the same three to four guys get bet so heavily in these. Right. Uh, you're never really getting the bang for your buck that you should be. Hey, Kelly? 
You want to have fun? Go do something else. We're here to make money. Okay. <laughs> All right. But again, you know, that's why you can, if, if you're thinking there might only be three touchdowns max, say offensively from Arizona, right? If that's the way we're handicapping this thing. That means Connor's got to get one of those three at minus money, minus $1.20. Doesn't feel like a good value there if you're backing James Connor to get a touchdown anytime because we're not expecting a ton of touchdowns. So you're really limiting your options right there. And I got to lay money. At minus dollar twenty, it does not seem to be be the best fiscal strategy here. Uh, if you're going to play this touchdown scorers market, I would agree with you. I, I just don't think it's necessarily a great bet. I think there's some that you can get out there that are probably more effective and financially better for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, before we wrap up the show, though, we do have to give our pro tip out for our number two. It gets back to the World Cup, and you might be able to lock in some profit in the World Cup by betting both France and Argentina right now at plus money, but. The, the prices right there are just not good enough to actually take that risk. So, again, some people make a well, if I take France plus $1.05, Argentina plus $1.50, I lock in profit. Well, you only lock in profit if either one of those two teams ends up winning. And your, your theory is they're both going to walk through Croatia and Morocco in a mall. You think there's real danger there that the price is just not good enough to take that chance that France and Argentina ultimately meet in the finals. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, you want, in certain situations, you can do it, especially if you do it before the tournament started. If you took France and Argentina, then you're in a great position. Right. I think that's when you want to do it when the numbers are three or four to one or better, but not at this price we're at right now. All right. So, again, the price, the, the juice, as they say, is not worth the squeeze here. So, again, before you just blindly play those two plus monies, thinking, okay, well, at least I'll make a small profit if it's Argentina or France. There's real live dogs here in Croatia and Morocco, and that might not be the best betting strategy to wrap up your World Cup. That was the pro tip for hour number two. Again, we do those across the VEASAN spectrum. As a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you get access to up to 20 of those a day, and you can sort them out by show and or by sport. Amal, fun as always. Kelly, Kevin, great stuff behind the glass. Don't go anywhere. The final countdown is next here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.